0: Start Me Up Podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson. Today, my returning guest is writer Sarah Wood. I love Sarah. I'm happy she's here. We're going to have a lot of fun. But before we do, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com startmeup. Start Me Up. And don't forget, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Sarah Wood. Welcome back to the show, Sarah.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Happy
0: New Year. Happy New Year. I can't
1: believe it's almost February.
0: I know. You know, it's funny because I told Bob the other night that I wanted, uh, that I wanted, like, on January 31st, instead of turning into February 1st, I wanted it to turn into January 1st again. <laughs> Just prolong it because the as you get older, the years go by so quickly, and so fast. <laughs> and all I can think of is like it's already like it's February, so it means it's practically summer already. <laughs> it's like I just fucking hate the humidity, and I live like Ugh. I during the whole summer. I just can't wait for fall. I fucking live for fall. And then you know I just want to make fall. And it, it, it's so it seems like it's getting shorter and shorter every year. I just want to make it last as long as I can. And I also, the funny thing, too, is I enjoy my weekdays more than I enjoy my weekends a lot of the time. And so I would like to have another day in the week. Like, I'd like to have another Monday. And it's like, I know people are like, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) What? But, you know, that's just what I want. I'm not I, gonna it. I, hate, it.
1: I hate the summer too. It's too hot. Yeah. I have to like mow the lawn. I get all sweaty. It's really disgusting.
0: <laughs> and like I get
1: all red in the face. Yeah. And everybody thinks. So like, are you okay? And I'm like,
0: probably not. <laughs> I know it sucks. It's oppressive. I just, you know, I mean, growing up, I did grow up in this heat. But you know, when you're a kid, it's not as, I don't know. I I didn't feel weather the way I feel it as an adult. It's like it just wasn't as cold. It wasn't as hot and but then when you're an adult so I moved to California when I was nine I do remember though in like September October it really gets hot there and I remember having headaches at school like I thought they were heat headaches but outside of that you know it was just pretty much great fucking weather all the time <laughs> yeah. and I love I do like the winter I like the cold weather it's it's great, but. Boy, it's like, seriously, as soon as February hits, it's like, oh, shit, it's just going to slide right by. And the, the first year Bob and I moved back here from California, it got like hot in May and it just stayed hot and sucked. I hated it. So anyway, um, <laughs> A. Um, OK, so you know what? There's some good shit going on. I know that we are in this really crazy ass political climate. But yesterday, and I was, I know you were grateful. I think we were all fucking grateful. Justice Breyer said he's going to retire. And I guess the letter, the formal letter came down today. Yeah, Yeah,
1: just a little while ago.
0: Yeah. And Joe Biden said that he was going to nominate a black woman if he had the opportunity. And I don't remember their names, but there are, I think there's like three on the short list. And the one who I think is their number one choice Is fantastic because she is, she's already, she's like already a judge. She worked for Breyer. She's, you know, I mean, I think John Cooper on Twitter said, you know, who would you like to see replace Breyer? I said Anita Hill, but I didn't mean it that I thought that that would happen. I just like (laughs) karmically, you know, I mean, it would be so fucking (laughs) delicious. But I would, I would actually much prefer to see somebody who is not like this lightning rod, not some, I mean, they're already going to be pissed off no matter who no matter, oops, they, matter who it is yeah they didn't even fucking like Merrick Garland you know the whitest white man and so oh my god they're going to have such a problem with a black woman no matter who it is but this particular you know the women that they're looking at I think are just perfect I don't whoever they choose I know it's going to be great and I'm just like I think it's going to be really good for him in 2020 I mean 2022 <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on that
1: or what? For, just for the general,
0: like how this particular uh, event is going to affect. Like if he is able, hopefully they're going to be able to avoid any Republican, you know, obstruction and get this judge confirmed. So or well, justice. Well, as long
1: as Democrats fall in line, I think we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes Mansion and Cinema.
0: Mm-hmm. Although
1: I think Mansion will be fine. I'm not worried about him. And the Cinema might just be a jerk.
0: Mm-hmm. which means
1: we'd have to turn, like, Collins or Murkowski, which I don't think would be a problem either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think, well, in 2017, Republicans changed the rule, changed the filibuster rule. Mm-hmm. So we don't need 60 votes. So it it's, it's going to whoever he picks will be confirmed. Yeah. I'm not... I'm, yeah, and I think it'll be good for good for him. It'll be good for us mm-hmm. as a country that we don't have to worry about another really old Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> it's just, it starts
1: to get to a point where you're like, oh, no, and then, like, the worst happened with R.B. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Oh, no. oh. And that was... That so... was, like, I cried. So did I. I heard she died, and I was sad she... I was sad she died. Right. Of course, but I was, like, also... Terrified because I knew that they were going to rush through a pick. Yeah. So that was this worst case scenario, and I never want us to have to deal with that again. Um, So I think this is all very, very good. I think heading into 2022, I mean, the economy is, as much as Republicans want to say it's, it's, it's not doing well, it's doing well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have inflation, we have a little bit higher gas prices, but that all comes with a rebounding Mm -hmm. economy. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna, it's gonna even out. I'm not particularly were and it's become like an employee's um environment where like people like no one's no one's um wanting jobs and I'm like because you're not paying them so they're going to the jobs that pay so maybe pay
0: them yeah that's what's really awesome is that it's it's forcing employers to have to (laughs) treat their employees humanely really exactly it's just and I think you know I mean I know that uh, i i know that some of the activists in georgia were pissed i don't blame them um because they wanted biden to get the voting rights like to prioritize that first and the build back better was prioritized and then obviously that kind of part of it worked and then the rest of it failed because of our fucking side i mean of course the republicans you can't even count on them so as much as, you know, I mean, I, I see people on Twitter saying, hey, you know, stop paying attention to the Democrats who haven't passed this p- focus on the Republicans. It's like, why? They're a lost fucking cause. <laughs> we can expect them to obstruct.
1: I so, know. I'm one of those people, though, that's like, we need to, we, but we, we can do both. We can do we both. Can. Like I,
0: yeah. We can. Yeah. Told, but, but, but we also have to realize that I think that the whole idea about that is to make sure everybody understands without any doubt that they are just re- obstructing everything and so we can't even count on them no. but we all but we do have to focus on the fact that people on our side who should be our allies are standing in the way and unfortunately mansion and cinema are for all, for reasons that we all know they're being paid off by republicans and but i think though these activists who were upset that the voting rights bills weren't the priority the initial priority I think when it comes to this nomination and the confirmation it's going to make people feel really good because yeah. you know I mean I wrote this article that I repost every once in a while about I I think it's called like you know white men no prison time for white men who rape women and children and it's a horrible article and it just lists all of these instances where in, in, especially in some cases, wealthy white men have literally raped babies, and the oh. white male judges say, "Well, the guy was is wealthy, he's not going to do well in jail, so no prison time, nothing, nothing and you know my whole point to this article is we need diversity on the bench on all the benches, yeah. and so now we're going to see in fact, you know what I'm going to read this, hold on, um <clears throat> excuse me. Bill Crystal who I have to say, uh, I mean, I used to, he used to drive me fucking nuts. And, you know, before Trump, he would just drive me nuts. Then, you know, he became a never-Trumper. And it's funny because when he, f- he followed me, and I was on the phone with my father who worked in ABC, you know, he was at ABC News for a long time, he was a cameraman and he knows a lot of these people. So I was on the phone with my dad, and I went, holy shit! And my, I scared my father. He's like, what? And I'm like, Bill, Crystal just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> and my dad's like, oh my god, you gave me a heart attack. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so then when, when he followed me, my dad's like, oh, I, I knew him. And so he goes, you should ask him if he remembers me. So I, I sent a DM to Bill, and we had a very nice exchange. And I mean, you know, obviously Bill and I are not in agreement with a lot of policy stuff. But I, but I find myself agreeing with him a lot. I don't always agree with him. So today I did not agree with him because he posted this. He goes, by the way, I wish Biden hadn't publicly restricted his list to black women. I wish he had said he would pick the best candidate, taking many different factors into account, interviewed a varied list, and then chosen a black woman. So so I replied and I said because yeah, exactly. I replied and I said, because that gives white supremacists an excuse to say he was discriminating against them, I'm gonna go ahead and bet those folks would still try to overthrow the government. Dems cannot bow to the bullies. There has never been a black woman on the court, it's long overdue. It's like, come on, man, let's let's not play this, let's be nice to the white people because we might freak them out. I'm so fucking sick of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's true it's like there has never been a black woman would we say the same thing if it was a white man i mean the fucking white men you know what was that rbg thing about somebody saying god what was the thing about the thing of nine women on the court like
1: oh she said i she she said that i forgot the exact quote but it was like how many women will be enough on the supreme court and she's like until there are nine of them or something like that." yeah and the
0: idea that nobody (laughs) blinks an eye when there's nine men so, exactly, yeah.
1: and if they want to talk about qualifications, they will be like, "How many unqualified white men have there been on the Supreme Court <laughs> yeah. in the history of the country? You know, unqualified white male presidents, white male senators. Right. Like, a- in every position, everywhere. Yeah. Not now,
0: Brett Kavanaugh, hello. He's unqualified. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. But I do think it's going to help. I do think it's going to help Biden. He's 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 fighting a news media that is trying so very desperately to keep him with low poll numbers. I don't I I I think I know why but I don't fully understand why. And it's so upsetting. So I think this is going to be something that will like be a bit of a feather in his cap and it might wake a few people up. I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen. Um but then going yeah, It'll be a victory. It'll definitely yeah, be a victory. It'll be yeah. a victory. So I wanted to ask you this. I think we've talked about it before, but I and I do believe I could have even been somebody on Twitter mentioned it, and I don't know if it was Bill Crystal or not, but the idea that they're going to strike down Roe so what do you, what do you think is going to happen with Roe
1: I used to say i'll tell you what I used to say I used to say Republicans are going to never going to overturn it because they need it because they need it to turn out votes mm-hmm. um like my, like my family, I have family members who are one party or not one party, mm-hmm. one issue voters
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's, for them it's abortion. Yeah. So I used to always say that now I'm not so sure. I'm not, I'm, I don't have the confidence I once had <laughs> regarding that. Like, I yeah. want to say it's, you know, it's federal law. Like it's, I just, I don't, don't know. know. Things have been changing and no, nothing surprises me anymore. Let's just put it that way. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what yeah. I think, this is what I think. I think number 1, they could easily overturn it because then their talking point, they can still use it for fundraising. They can still use it because then they can say if you elect Democrats, we're going to have abortion again. So they, yeah, you know, they true. they they can use that as a way and again, fundraising and all of it. Um just as like with the ERA, which actually sh- we're going to talk about in a minute because today is the day it should be ratified into the con- or codified into the Constitution. Um and people have b- – it hasn't been around, and it's like, you know, Republicans are never going to fucking pass it. The Republicans weren't going to do it, although we did get a Republican help in Virginia, so I don't want to say never. But, I mean, in the bigger picture, Republicans were the one that stopped it, and Democrats still used it to fundraise. And even though it wasn't as hot topic – you know, like, abortion is a big fucking deal that everybody knows about. Not everybody knows about ERA. But here's the other thing that I think about it. I don't want them to – like for instance like just as a as a comparison comparison um, I think with with the uh, installment of Donald Trump I think it woke a lot of people up to certain things they had not been paying attention to ideally Hillary Clinton would have won that would have been the ideal but that's not what happened and since that's not what happened There were a lot of people who got a real education in government who didn't understand government. I'm one of them. You know, I learned a lot about our government because of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I think in 2018, 2017 and 2018 and 2020, we saw the reaction to him and how people again woke up to certain things they weren't paying attention to. So Now, right now, as it stands with Roe, the Supreme Court is going to decide. My fear is actually and, 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 and it sounds weird, but my fear is they're just gonna let the states do what they want. And they're not gonna make this big proclamation of it's over, Roe is dead. I think it would be better for the country, and this sounds weird, if they declare Roe dead. It's not gonna be better for women who live in the Red States. It's gonna be awful and I know it, but it already is. I, and they're and they're working on taking it away anyway. But if there's this big deal, Roe is dead Women can't I mean, of course, in blue states you could have one if you wanted one, because they're gonna leave it up to states. But it would be this a big deal thing that I think might unify women across this country. Just like when Donald Trump became president, we saw what happened the day after the inauguration. And it was all over the world. Yeah. You know, it was and, and, and so when 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 you chip away and you take it slowly away people don't tend to notice when you rip it out of their you know when you rip the rights out of their hands they notice and so as much as it would suck if they get rid of Roe it's really not that different from what they're doing right now which is quietly taking away and fewer people are are getting upset about it because a lot of them don't even know it yeah
1: you You have a you have an excellent point that's a very excellent point
0: and yeah, I don't like it, was, it you know, I don't, I don't want it to be taken away. But, it, but if we're going to have to deal with something, because it's like what I'm thinking is what is going to drive people to the polls? People, when people, you know, I mean, Democrats, they need to understand what Democrats are doing for them. You know, whether it's, you know, we, Democrats got you the 40-hour work week and labor laws and reproductive rights and health care and just the fucking list goes on. Yeah, it's great to tell people what we're giving you, and they should know, and they have to know. But people run to the polls when they're pissed and when they're scared, and when you take rights away from someone, it's like it's like a kid, it's like a a parent saying you can't stay out past a certain time, or you can't read this book, or what? What do you think the first thing they're fucking gonna do? They're gonna go read the book and they're gonna stay out late. (laughs) You know, they're gonna sneak out or whatever. That's just like human psychology. So, you know, I, it, it sounds weird to say that I want them to get rid of Roe. I don't. But I feel like they're doing it anyway. I'd rather them make a big announcement out of it than do it quietly where, you know, it's hurting even more people. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think that decision's supposed to be coming this year. So, again, it would be right before the midterms. And I think it would be – I mean, we can still use people. it. Yeah. yeah, we can still use it even if they do it quietly, even if they leave it up to the states. We, you know, but we're the ones who are going to have to carry that message and get it out to as many people as possible. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's weird. It sucks, and and I can't even imagine. Oh my God, there's all these fucking Republicans are just. They're reminding me of angry parents, who are losing control of their 17-year-old who's about to turn 18, and putting all these harsh rules on them. And they want to fucking ban books written by women, written by black people, written by LBG, LBT, uh, LBGTQ, and <laughs> I am like can't even say it. But it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if the same thing is going to happen. You know, like, if, if it's just like they, they just keep fucking going crazy with these, these restrictive, put bounties on women's heads who have abortion, you know, banning books. Do you think that this is gonna come back and bite them in the ass? Because that seems like they're just getting more authoritarian as we move on.
1: I think it's just gonna get more polarizing because there are people that agree with it. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna we're we're just gonna have like But I think that more people are going to come to our side. That's what I think. Hmm. Like people came to our side to vote against Trump.
0: Yeah. Because
1: everything's getting so polarized. Because there are the people out there that think, like, what is that in Florida where they're saying you can't say gay in school? and they're And they're going to, like, take away any sort of LGBTQ, um, like, you can't, like, history history of it. Or, like, they're going to give teachers permission to out the students, which is so – detrimental and totally. possibly deadly so it's it's just like what, do you, what like, it's insane mm-hmm. it's what they're doing because like and i always said it. i go there first they're going to come after row and mm-hmm. then they're going to after that and they're going to see how far they can go mm-hmm. with that they're going to start coming after lgbtq community and now they are mm-hmm. and it was just like they saw how far they could go and they're just going to keep pushing those limits and they're mm-hmm. going to see how far they can go and we need to push back
0: yeah and i think we will i mean i think you're totally right that there are people who agree with them. And then, obviously, the more red the state, the more you're going to see the agreement. But even in Texas, I mean, I think it was last night, you know, all of the MSNBC stations were playing video of kids in Texas standing up against the book bans and book burnings. And I think that, you know, I mean, (laughs) they don't care right now. Like, Texas leaders don't give a shit that these kids are... Speaking the truth and speaking truth to power, but I think what ultimately happens—the again—the more restrictive they become, the more rebellious the electorate reco- becomes. And yep. you know, all these people in Texas who—I mean, Beto almost won, and when he was running um, for the s- for the Senate, right? Wasn't he? What was he running for? Yeah, he was running against Ted Cruz, and mm-hmm. so he almost won. So it was close. And, you know, I, I remember hearing somebody in Texas saying, you know, we just never figured we had a shot, so we didn't even bother. And I think they're bothering now. I think Democratic voters are saying, wait a minute, there, there's a real shot here that we could do this, and the more restrictive they are, I think the more rebellious voters become. And, you know, we see, like you see, were saying, we united against Donald Trump. I, I could totally see... And the other benefit of all these very restrictive, judgmental, bigoted, sexist, racist decisions are that half the country doesn't vote. And you don't get the attention by going, hey, Democrats are going to give you money. They're just like, whatever. Or if you say, Republicans are stealing democracy, they're like, whatever. Politics, I don't, I don't like either side. But when you find it's out all that... the same. Yeah. Yeah when you when you find out you can't get an abortion when you find out you can't read a book when you find out whatever it is they have taken away from you you're like hold on who's doing this it's the republicans and so like this like natural reaction is to rebel against that and i and i'm i'm just hoping for the midterms that we see that you know kind of energy coming from i mean from from the democrats but also from people maybe we can and it is the midterms and it's hard to get new voters in a midterm but it's not impossible i think it's possible especially when you look at 2018 donald trump was the motivating factor and we had a huge massive turnout general election style turnout so i think you yeah. know it's it's possible that we could see that and i think that the i think that the supreme court justice confirmation it's going to be something that's like you said it'll be a victory and then if we see all these restrictions on the other side it it makes it a bit of an easier choice and I'm just like please please, (laughs) it ain't fun to sit there and look and just freak out every day because that's where we all are I mean it's like how do you live like this all the fucking time
1: yeah, and everyone – and as far as like the Senate is concerned, everyone's worried that we're going to lose seats. Here's the and, or like we have to worry about Mansion and Cinema. Mm-hmm. We need to like we need to win some races. We need yes. to win in states that we can win, and then not even worry about Mansion and Cinema mm-hmm. anymore. Like that take take those votes off the table. It's not going to matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just what do you do? Like for fun, I've asked you this before, but I can't remember. I know you said you watch Friends, but while you're because and Friends is so funny. While you are going through this political climate and in it every day, what are some of the things that you do to just keep your mind occupied and fun stuff?
1: My dogs are great. Yeah, um, they they definitely occupy a lot of my time even when <laughs> when I am working they occupy a lot of my time because I work from home so yeah. they're just everywhere right now they're at school Aww, um, they're doggy, school. Dating, doggy daycare <laughs> um, and they love it they get to play with all their friends all day um, and then they'll come home exhausted and then they'll be tired all day tomorrow which will also be great <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, so my dogs they take up a lot of my time I play with them I walk with them Yeah, um, yeah and then um other things that I do is like I try to get back into music again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a saxophone player.
0: Oh cool. So I try yeah. to
1: like practice and do stuff like that just to like take my mind off how, the world how for a moment.
0: How are you with like I mean Omicron is raging, so it's going down a little bit, but still, like what are you doing? Are you still being extra cautious?
1: Incredibly cautious. I'm I'm triple back, I'm boosted. Mm-hmm. And then I like I just um I have all The masks I buy the masks for my family, and then I just, I just, um, or I have like I do have tests in the cupboard, just like because, like, my wife's grandmother is a uh, 101 and she's not wow. vaccinated for other reasons not right. because she doesn't want to, but because she can't. So, we're like incredibly careful in that yeah. regard, too. So, we test ourselves before we go over to her house, um, just so we, you know, God forbid, yeah. we'd be the ones that give it to her. God, I know, um, That'd be awful. and then like I order, I, I just ordered some the n ninety fives so, yeah, so yeah, I'm still very incredibly cautious. I, <laughs> I go to the store as little as possible. yeah, I go on, I go at hours when I know it's not going to be crowded.
0: Right. that sort of
1: thing. We went out to a restaurant last week with me and Er um, and my, my wife and her parents, and we sat like they had a heated patio and we nobody was out there. everybody was in the restaurant, so we literally had the whole place to ourselves. and I'm like, that's the only time I'll do it is when I know that aren- other people aren't around me.
0: So you sat outside.
1: Well, it was a heated patio, like it was enclosed. Oh, but for okay. some reason oh, no one okay. else was sitting out there. Wow. So we were by ourselves. And then the waitresses were all masked. Right. So
0: Wow. I only. That's yeah. pretty cool. You know, I haven't fucking been to a restaurant. Bob has. Bob has gone to I think he's gone he went to a restaurant with his dad. Like he'll have lunch with his dad. And you know, but this was not while Omicron was raging. You know, he was doing it before things were getting out of control and our numbers were still fairly low. I mean, Delta was going around, but they followed all the protocols and everything was fine. But I haven't been to one. I haven't even, there was only one time where I was actually going to meet Sherry Jacobus. It was funny because um, she said, like, she doesn't live that far from me. So she's like, hey, you know, I want to take you to lunch. And I was a little nervous, but I said, okay, because we were going to meet outside. And unfortunately, she, she completely got the day wrong. So, and I was slightly relieved, not because I didn't want to see her. I wanted to see her, but I was relieved because it was kind of crowded. It was, I would say this was maybe in September and, or maybe October. It was maybe October. And it was before, obviously it was before it was announced that uh, Omicron came out and Delta was going around, but I mean, we were going to have lunch outside, but there were a lot of people. And that kind of weirded me out. And it was funny because I was calling her and I'm like, hey, where are you? And she's like, oh, my God. I thought this was supposed to be for tomorrow. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I said, let's just wait until the numbers go down and I'll feel better. And, you know, and she just she wanted to thank me because I did a GoFundMe for her because she was diagnosed with cancer. And it's like, I don't want her to fucking get COVID. You know, it's like, you've been through enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my my God, that was crazy. Well, we have to take a quick break, but we'll be back after this message. Hey there, it's Kimberly. If you'd like to support the Start Me Up podcast, just visit patreon.com slash start me up. You'll see all the different tiers. You can make your choice and you will have my undying gratitude. Thank you so much. Okay, we're back. So yeah, I think today it's supposed to be... um, the day they ratify ERA. And here's, I just saw a little article that says, in a statement, Biden urged Congress to pass a resolu- resolution recognizing ratification of the ERA. Um, and then he said, it was saying, recent legal analysis showed there was nothing preventing lawmakers from acting. Democrats in the House of Representatives separately unveiled a resolution to enshrine ERA and shrine. But it could could fall short of the sixty votes needed in the Senate where Democrats control just fifty seats. So you know I don't know that it's <laughs> gonna go through. Um, but I, I know that there are legal minds working on this. But that's just that's the other thing. You know, people didn't even realize that the ERA was a thing. And and then it passed. It it passed all the states needed, thirty eight states last one was 2020 and now this is happening and it's like you know women don't even realize and even though this amendment would be a positive thing for everybody because when everybody is equal there's more money for everybody everything is spread around better but mm-hmm. that's but this is viewed obviously because it is women into the you know getting women into the constitution constitutional gender protection people see this as solely a woman's issue and then therefore we all know it gets dismissed and ignored (laughs) and so now that it has been you know vote all these states the requisite states voted for it it's it's going to have a struggle because there was this arbitrary deadline put on it that it's just fucking arbitrary and and congress can easily remove it just as they put it on there but because we have all these republicans that don't want to see women advancing they're probably not going to do it. And I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to find legal ways around it. But, you know, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Hopefully, hopefully there will be some kind of, um, you know, if Republicans say no and it it goes past the time it should have, you know, by the time it should have been codified, I hope the, the Democrats make a big deal out of this and tell women, hey, look, they're still holding you back. And there's yeah. so many benefits from ERA.
1: Maybe we need to be promoting those benefits because a lot of women have it in their heads that we don't need it, that we are yeah. that we're already equal under the law. Like they don't they don't get it. So
0: yeah, and you know what? I think that's a good idea. I think what I'm going to do is highlight some of those because there's a there's I think it's is it ERA. I Have to find it. I'm going to have to go through my bookmarks and look for it. But there there's this whole thing that just breaks it down. And tells you, because it's not just about equal pay. It's about all the stuff that Elizabeth Warren wants for us. You know, like paid uh, pregnancy leave. Here it is. Why the Equal Rights Amendment? And I'm just going to, let's see. It is equalrightsamendment.org slash y. You know, w-h-y and I mm-hmm. highly recommend everybody read this I'm gonna post this and I'm gonna because it's, it's like breaks it down and you know what there was this time I think it, I don't know it might have been 2017 and I posted about the ERA and some Republican man he was a conservative man he said like well what rights do y- do I have that you don't and so instead of being sarcastic and snarky <laughs> I was like well since you asked and I I got this link and I said, if you take a look and you read this link, you'll see. And he actually did. He read it, and he goes, you know what? I'm enlightened, and I do think we need the ERA. And I was blown away. Because wow. this, this is, you know, and it's, it's very basic stuff. Um, they talk about the military. They talk, there's all these different things that people don't even consider when, you know, all people think about is equal pay, and it's not that. It's, it's, it, it is equal pay, but it's not only that, I should say. So there are all these different things, whether it's, you know, any kind of sex discrimination, again, in the military, in the workplace, sometimes it's about pregnancy rights, it's all this different, thing. and the other thing that I have to say is that, and this is not necessarily going to make everybody happy, but sometimes courts will, uh, especially patriarchal courts, will just think women are the best possible parent for the kid. That's not always the case if you have a divorce. Sometimes yeah. that's not the case. And so it isn't fair to automatically, you know, I think in most court cases when women are, I think that statistics lean toward the women. And if the women are really the safer and best choice, that's fine. But that's not necessarily always the case. And I know that for sure because a friend of mine was fighting for custody of his daughter and the mother had been abusive. And he said it was such, it was so difficult for him because he was fighting so hard for his daughter and, you know, he, there, he was the father so he had you know he felt that he had fewer rights under the law now i'm not going to speak for every man going through this but the equal rights amendment prevents discrimination based on sex period not just protecting women it protects anybody who is feeling that they have a real case for gender discrimination so some men feel that they do when it comes to you know fighting for custody So, you know, I mean, most of the time I think women, you know, women are the ones who get the fucking bad deal, but occasionally men get the bad deal based on sex. It's very rare, but it can happen. So I don't know. I just, I hope, I hope we see some positive movement, but I think they're going to have to get really, really creative.
1: Yeah. And I see, like, I was just, I was just thinking about the fact that, you know, when you do have these child custody cases and say it does go to the woman and we we have women are paid less than men
0: exactly but,
1: and then these women are just like screwed in every sort of way <laughs> and they can't take care of their kids and then they're still relying yeah on a man that they needed to get away from who yes. might
0: be abusive oh my god that. that's such a po- a good point yeah because it could easily be an abusive man there's so many things that they just don't consider you know it's like everybody tries to oversimplify whether it's the ERA or anything, like abortion or whatever. It's like there are so many different stories and scenarios. It was funny because somebody was on my show once who I'm just not going to mention because there was some fucking drama with him. So, um, But he used to be a conservative, and he, he, he eventually swayed toward the idea that, yeah, women should be able to choose. But he said something like – how did he say it? Something like, well, I don't like it, but – and I and, and so I said, okay, it's fine for you not to like. I don't think anybody likes the idea of abortion. It's not like woohoo, abortion's fun and awesome. Yeah, the choice of it is, but the procedure itself is. Who wants to go through that? Nobody wants mm-hmm. to fucking go through. It's nobody wants to get their fucking teeth pulled out. Nobody wants a you know a, a, a rod stuck up their ass. You know, but we have to do it to make sure we're healthy. And if you're going to not be pregnant anymore. Then and colonoscopy was the word that I was looking for. Instead, I said stick a rod up your ass, but you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) But it's like no one wants the colonoscopy, but we get colonoscopies, and you know it's just. I, I said to him, you know, I presented this story. I'm like, okay, let me let me present this to you. And it was like just a woman who was living on her own in a town where she was living paycheck to paycheck and there was no family to support her and this and that. All these scenarios, like the boyfriend she tried to break or she wanted to break up with was abusive and then she got pregnant. So I give him the scenarios like because I never thought of it that way. And it's like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. It's not just this cut and dry, you know, couple with money or single woman who's got her legs spread open for every guy. It's not that scenario that the Republicans like to paint for abortion. It's like, there. most people who get abortions are fucking married couples who already have kids and can't afford more. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, te- telling them that they have to dump their baby, like Amy Coney Barrett is basically like, yeah, just dump your baby off at what I, what what, what did she call them? I can't remember, some some stupid evangelical name that they attached to leaving your kid with someone, you know, that, that has to be, that would have to be one of, I think it would be easier to have an abortion than to go through you know, give birth and then fucking hand your baby away to strangers. You know, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and our system is so fucked up that if you're if you're a, you know I mean if you're a coveted white male child, you're gonna have a lot more um, people interested in adopting you adopting you than if you're like a black little girl, which is t- horrible and sad. But that's the truth. And And then you think about like they force—they basically want to force birth, and then they also don't. But then they don't
1: want um, programs that help women Mm -hmm. raise these kids. They don't want—they don't want to provide healthcare. They don't want to provide anything. They don't want um, gay couples to adopt these kids. So it's like, what they want everything their own way without an explanation as to how it's actually going to happen. They Mm -hmm. want—they basically just want babies to be born, and then that's the end of their argument.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then they don't want to educate them. And they don't want to provide for them. They just, they just want to have a bunch of, like, idiots who will fall for their shit and keep voting for them while they get to, Pretty you much. know, go, go be Russia. Um, okay, so speaking of Russia, I have to yeah. say, like, yeah. some of, some yeah. of the uh, – well, I don't want to talk I, – I hate this fucking Ukraine-Russia thing. You know what? It's so funny. I am, I am so not good with the foreign relation thing. You know, when it whether it's uh, whether it's Palestine and Israel, whether it's North Korea, it's like it's it's I don't I think I have an aversion because I never know. I can't tell you exactly what's going on in in all I know that's going on in Russia and Ukraine is that Russia's being a fucking asshole. And um, per usual. Yeah. Yeah, it's per usual. (laughs) <laughs> and they're fucking everything up And I, I don't know the details and, and I think the reason I don't know the details Is because it's it's so Upsetting to me When when you get to like not, I would say with uh, with Israel And Palestine and that whole conversation I think I understand it To a degree But it's always been a little bit Like I hear the way people talk about it And it's so divisive And I just feel like I don't want to get in that fight I don't want to have that fight I don't understand it well enough, and I'm afraid to understand it, because then if I pick a side, then I just automatically create enemies. Either either way I'm going to go. Basically, as far, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I just think, I wish, and here's the Pollyanna statement of the day, I wish the whole fucking world could figure this shit out. There's a place for all of us, and the goddamn wars that we have and the anger that we have toward each other is stupid and misplaced, and I hate all of it. That said, um... So the reason I even brought up Russia was because I thought of Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I want to ask you uh, your opinion. We know that, uh, you know, Tish James, what what's going on with her? We know that a panel for grand jury is has been approved uh, in Georgia about the whole Georgia election thing with Trump. He needs eleven thousand more votes. Find me those eleven thousand votes. We've got that. We've got the fact that the Supreme Court blocked his request uh, to keep those national archives shielded from the 1-6 committee. Um, Jamie Raskin says, wait till it's televised, we're going to blow the roof off. So, what do you think is going to, like, what's your sense of where things are going when it comes to Donald Trump's legal woes?
1: (laughs) I know I'm, like, a hopeful optimist, but, like, I... (laughs) I think they got. I. I mean, I like before, like with the whole like Mueller thing. I was like, he's gonna get out of this because he has executive privilege and there's a bunch of shit he can do to get out of it. Yeah. Now, I think they got him. I think (laughs) they got him. There is so much that he's done. There was that like part of those documents that said he he. There was a drafted executive order that said he wanted to
0: seize voting machines. Yes. Oh my God. Yes.
1: Like he was going to utilize our military to seize voting machines. Like holy shit! Like yeah. he is—he's diabolical, but yeah. he's like stupid about it. So he's like—he's <laughs> really evil, but like out in the open. Like <laughs> he's not—he's not a smart man. No. Um, so I—I I think that he's like, oh, all I need is eleven thousand votes.
0: Like, <laughs> did you
1: think that wouldn't come back to haunt you? I know. Like, I honestly think he ran for office in the first place to like. Um, to get away from legal problems because he could shield himself All from right, it. Yeah. And, and I think when he won, he was surprised. I don't think mm-hmm. he thought he was actually going to win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, yeah, I think I think they... I do think, like, in one of those scenarios, either, like, one-six committee or Georgia or New York, I think they got him. Like, I really do. And I'm just... Everyone's like, oh, well, he's, like, he's teflon Don, and nothing sticks to him and he, he gets away with everything. And I'm just like... That only lasts for so long. Yeah. Like, they eventually did get Capone, you right. know, and they got him for a really stupid reason. Yeah. So it's like, I think, I think it's going to happen.
0: Now, do you think, I
1: think he let his stupidity slip?
0: Do you think he's going to go to jail?
1: That I don't know. <laughs> I think that he'll be barred from running for office again. Uh-huh. I th- I think that th- there's a lot going on now. I think it's with the Fourteenth Amendment. I forget which section. Mm-hmm. That the, the, in North Carolina they're trying to prevent Madison Cothorn from running because he's considered an insurrectionist. And if that happens, it sets a precedent for all federal offices. I like, didn't know that. that. Yeah, that all they um, so like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and 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 Trump. That anyone that could be considered that.
0: So wow.
1: So I am actually there are these little things all around the country that I'm like give me give me hope as so long yeah. as they work
0: yes, so long as they work now um, do you know how that would work as far as determining if if, if they're determining that Madison is an insurrectionist? how is that like solidified so that they can use that to say okay you can't run again how, how is that decided I mean did, does it have to be decided in a court of law or who's deciding this
1: that I don't know I'd have to like look into it further Mm. I just like all I know is like when I I work for for so I Mm -hmm. he's one of the candidates we're running against Mm -hmm. and for his seat so I take a a particular interest in what's going on with him yeah and I I just I just know that this has been brought up against him I have to look further into it Um, but I did read just recently like two days ago that it would set a precedent for other other people as well so I would have to see how it would actually come to fruition
0: now he's the one that um, met his wife in Russia, right? Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: That's that's what a bizarre story. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, that he was in Russia and he like met up at like a casino, mm-hmm. and then uh, what are they like? And then they were he was in Florida, and they're like, here's this here's this girl again. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like eight months into their marriage, it's like.
0: And now she's leaving. She's like,
1: him. she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm like what
0: the hell is that everybody's calling her a honeypot yes yes <laughs> well you know i i'm wondering um again like i i don't know how they would do it but that would be fucking awesome if they could if they could somehow you know i don't know prove it or what whoever would decide it and then you know create that law and make it impossible I, it, yeah and it's like i don't know how trump would be Stopped from, you know, barred from running again because the, it would have to be on a vote. I would imagine they would have to vote on it. I don't know where Manchin and Cinema would fall in that, but I do think that, I do genuinely believe that the Republican Party would love to be rid of Trump. You know, he owns them and I think he pisses them off. Joe Walsh has said a million times that. He talks to Republicans all the time, and they won't say it publicly. But they fucking hate him, and they go along with him, and they will, you know, get in, get in his corner and say nice shit about him and all that, because a, a number of reasons. They're marching in lockstep like they always do. I think they also want to avoid being a target. If he, you know, decides to go after them, then all of a sudden they have to hire security and keep their families safe and all that. Um, but I think that they would love to see him gone, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be able to do as far as. I don't know. Like, would they vote if it does come down to a vote? Would any Republican vote to say he can't run? I don't. I mean, I don't if, know if if it that would come happens. down to a vote,
1: more than it's like a legal thing. See, I oh I know. see what I you mean
0: okay it. I see what you mean okay okay yeah I see. Like, how
1: how would that make sense like what like for for a justice system I don't know I have to look more into it because if it comes down to a vote then that's just like it's always going to be rigged right
0: it's not gonna right, be, right right yeah yeah so it would just it would have to be a legal decision oh my god that would be so awesome I don't know why yeah my mind just went for I, I was just thinking like everything fucking has to go through congress in order to write a law but not necessarily i mean or actually how would that work well like, the law is
1: already there it's in the constitution it's oh it's, in, um, it's um, the, the 14th, 14th Amendment. okay okay think section okay. three i don't know don't
0: quote me on that gotcha but, okay 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 i yeah. get it now i'm starting to catch on <laughs> <laughs> my blonde hair got in the way um and then there's also, did you see this? A key witness in the sex trafficking case against Matt Gates has pleaded guilty. In exchange, he has promised to fully cooperate with prosecutors. Ah! <gasps> I did not hear about that. Oh yes, it's in the Daily Beast, so it's for real. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, his attorney told the Daily Beast that he's been cooperating against Gates. Oh my God! Wow. And then you know, that's DeSantis is in there. He has something to do with it. And if that's if that's the case, if they're able, I don't mean I don't know whenever, and whenever, if ever, m- I think Matt will be indicted. I don't know if they're going to in the inv- in the trial investigation or whatever, if it's going to have anything to do with Ron DeSantis, but it possibly could, and and it could hurt him because he's the other one. He just freaks me out too because if Trump can't run, which is great, well we're stuck with whoever else they're going to put up. And the benefit of Trump is he's already a proven loser. He's been impeached twice. You know, he, yep. was, he was voted against in 2018 and 2020. His own party doesn't like him. Everybody understands what we're going to get with a Trump presidency. Mm, people don't understand what we're going to get with a DeSantis presidency. And I think, you know, I, I, I love to go to my um, car mechanic because he's a white conservative it was two white conservative men And they did not like Trump I don't know that they voted for Biden But I think that it's a pretty decent shot That they did because he's Biden He's not Elizabeth Warren I know they wouldn't have voted for Elizabeth Warren But mm-hmm. I think Biden made them feel comfortable But I think the thing that scares me Is they've already decided Hey, we don't like Trump He's a joke, he's, he's not good for the country Blah, 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 blah um, I don't know that they're going to say that about DeSantis. Oh, give him a try. You know, I think I that's know. the attitude.
1: I'm not worried so much. Like, I'm DeSantis, he has a pretty bad track record at the moment with Florida,
0: and it's all pretty out in the open. Yeah.
1: There are some other Republicans that make me a little bit more nervous about who could actually win the presidency.
0: Like who? <laughs> like a Nikki Haley. Really? I That scares Whoa. the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, because, like, she's like, they'll be like, oh, it's she, like our first female president exactly and the bragging rights on that no and she worked in the trump administration and like she they can attach to that so it's yeah. like it's like i feel like so that way they can pull on the trumpers and um yes I, I honestly and she's from the south yeah i see her as um i see her as a bit of a threat um there's that christy I, christy noem and was it South yeah. dakota right i is think that, so. is that think the right so. state yeah one of those Dakotas. Yeah, and um, she's
0: a nice-looking woman, which is, like, really important she, she, to Republicans. She's Fox News beauty. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she's freaking crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, that could be
1: perfect for them. Like, the exactly. perfect combination of beauty and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they yeah. could also they could also do the Biden thing where they have, like, the white man running at the top of the ticket, and then they bring in a Nikki Haley or a Christine O. Okay
1: like an actual like a better version of Palin.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean that would be yeah. that would be terrifying. I mean I I could I think the Republican Party. Like it scares as much as I fucking I, we should have already had women presidents, we should have already had women of color presidents. It it should have happened decades ago and it hasn't and like when I think in terms of our own party, um I mean obviously we did vote for a woman but she got fucked over she was, you know, all the cheating and the Russia help and all of that. Um, but still, like, I don't know that I feel so confident with a woman right now. And it's not because I don't believe in women. I totally believe in women. I don't believe in the electorate that is swayed by white supremacy, even when they're not like full-blown white supremacists wearing hoods. It's just, you know, there's, there's a little bit of residual. And it You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think as much as I hate to say it, I mean Hillary Clinton did win. She won yes. the popular vote, but she just didn't she she got fucked over in the states that mattered that Trump was trying to rig again. And yeah. I say again because I can swear to God he did it the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. Now we know how
1: we won twenty sixteen.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um I God, I hope it's not a a woman. But you know, I mean that I don't know if they I don't because like I can barely do you faith. think
1: Biden won't run again? Did he say he wasn't going to run again?
0: No, I think, I mean, he will. I think he, I think he said he would. Yeah. But, but if, no, but if think, they yeah. run a yeah. woman against him. Um, I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. think that's going
1: to, ma- I don't know. Well, and the thing is, I don't is, think it'll though, pull, pull our side over. I don't think so. No, I
0: don't think it would pull anybody from our side. But, yeah. but I do think there could be, because like my point here is like, even the Democrats would have a hard time with a woman okay yes we know Hillary won. yes we know she got those votes but she didn't win because of our electoral situation and so because we have the electoral situation uh, a woman on our side is already up against so much and it's gonna be extra hard take it on the Republican side and the benefit is that everybody marks in, uh, marches in lockstep right so whoever it is they march in lockstep but our men on the Republican side The real fucking hardcore Patriarchal you know Kings who just can't fucking let That power go are they going to be Able to bring themselves to vote for A woman I see an easier Time of a Man at the top of the ticket and a woman Vice president I, I Mean I, and I, I, I know the fear Because I've said it myself of if they Fucking get a woman president before We do uh.
1: I know. Oh well, God. technically, Kamala was president while well, Biden got That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I always said she was going to be the first female president, and lo and
0: behold, she was. <laughs> That's so true, but, yes. and so funny. But I do know—I know
1: what you're saying, like a, a, like a elected, elected president. Yeah.
0: yeah, and then of course there might be somebody who comes along, you know, an, an, like Oba- Barack Obama, you know, wasn't around for several years, and then all of a sudden here he comes, and he just like blew everybody's mind and i I hope that that doesn't happen in the republican party that like next year or whenever closer to the election we get this star of the republican party rising i don't see that happening so much because the party is going fucking batshit and you know i mean really what i see from them is panic and they're clutching on to things like banning books things like abortion all these cultural social issues As opposed to like real policy. They're just they're, you know, CRT and the race bullshit. They they're just going hard on what they want to call morality, which is bullshit, because we know that they're not they're all immoral. Um, but I you know, I mean I, I think the more the more crazy they get, I think it just benefits us. I think, you know, but the Democratic Party has to point out what we're gonna lose. People are motivated when you know there's such a difference of a reaction that you know. I mean, uh, this person had messaged me, and s- w- I think I was talking about you know I was going to interview Jamie Harrison, and I did, and I and I wanted to tell this to him. You know, I'm like, hey, look, the person who became I became a politi- political junkie because of Sarah Palin because she scared me so much, and you know I think the Democrats really need to put the emphasis on what you're going to lose because this person who messaged me heard I was going to email I was going to talk to him and he said something like you know you use words like democracy and at this point like if you're a political junkie it means something but if you're just the average voter or you're just the average person who doesn't vote you, you don't even pay attention to that it doesn't even go on your radar because you that that sounds like political speak It just sounds like blah, 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 democracy, blah, 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 you know, fascism, blah, 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 blah. But when you say you're going to lose your right to X that you've been enjoying, oh, all of a sudden you pay attention. So it's like I tried so hard to. And again, I don't want to appear that I know more than Jamie Harrison because the guy is a fucking brilliant man. But I just wanted to emphasize, like, please, please please focus on the things that we're going to lose because that is a motivator. And I know he heard me and, you know, and I know that, um, he's doing a fantastic job because he's basically, you know, doing that Howard Dean 50 state strategy. And that is fucking brilliant. He's taking, he spent more money, um, in this grassroots organization, I think like than ever. You know it's untrustworthy. So yeah, yeah,
1: that's the way to do it, and you mm-hmm. have to talk to people like they're people. Mm-hmm. you can't give them political speech, you can't sound right. you can't sound so extraordinarily rehearsed, yeah, you have to sound like like everybody else, yeah, and, yeah, and that's uh, yeah, and then that's why like when I and you know, when i when I tweet for when i when I write tweets and stuff like that, I try to say it in a way that gets people fired up, mhm they're like and, and understand it in a way that doesn't sound so like oh god they're like oh you know?
0: <laughs> yeah and then there's like the doom the doom people which like there's good reason to feel doom but I think you know especially with people who have any kind of influence at all and I think everybody has influence it's just a matter of degree because somebody who comes up with a really great tweet who only has like a hundred followers you know if they get picked up by enough people their tweet will go viral and it could it literally could become part of like a talking point and yeah. so all of us have you know I mean I might have more fo- followers than one person but I can tweet something and it gets fucking six retweets but somebody who has a hundred followers tweets something brilliant and it goes up into the hundreds of thousands of retweets and it would just it really just depends and so I, I want everyone to feel like if you've got a platform on social media, you've got power and you know, you may not have every fucking viral tweet. I don't, you know, I don't know my language. That's what I try to tell everybody where I was like, I'm like, you have
1: this platform, use it, talk Uh to people and talk to them. Like you're talking to anybody else. Like don't talk at them. Mm -hmm. Don't be arrogant. Like just talk. Yeah. Like if you have something to say, say it.
0: Yeah totally and then and it's true because we all do make a difference and the last thing I'll just say is that I think I you know I mean I'm in a good mood today and so of of course when when you're in a good mood you look at life through a good mood lens you know it's like oh okay but what I'm starting to I'm hoping I'm right here and maybe you can tell me I am or I'm not but um with all of the stuff that's happening with Trump's legal woes, definitely with this Breyer thing, with the fact that Republicans are going batshit crazy, to a degree, I think the batshit craziness, it's awful and everything, but I think there is always a benefit. There's always an opportunity in any kind of, you know, negative or traumatic or, you know, uh, uncomfortable situation. I think that the, I think it feels to me like some of the tides are starting to turn in favor of the good and I don't mean just Democrats but I just I think that there's I think we're starting to see little sprouts of hope do you get that I see yeah no
1: I totally see it I see it I feel it and I try to like and I try to live it yeah and like and like when I I don't want to be all doom and gloom all the time because I just feel like people turn you off because like there was a time where I just wasn't watching the news, and yeah, I would just I know. like know. turn on Friends, <laughs> just like <laughs> completely zone out, and be like, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, I know. But when you get those little like, like, what I don't know who said the quote, and I'm gonna sound really ignorant by not knowing who said <laughs> this, but like. About, like when you're fully broken, you're full of cracks, it lets the light in right and right you right. get those little bits of light and you know like it let and it and, and but you can start feeling it and you start getting warm again mm-hmm. and wasn't you can, it Leonard Cohen Co- the light to others
0: was yeah. it Leonard Cohen? Perhaps because yeah, I know, know he's
1: super ignorant
0: well he I know he, I he has know a song about like the cracks the light coming in the cracks so um I don't a know musician
1: you, friend posted it recently so that that probably quite is it. yeah, it probably yeah. is.
0: <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and I think I think we're starting to see the cracks. And I think what's going to happen, too, is once – I think we're going to see a snowball because, you know, whether it's Tish James in, in New York or, you know, whether it's the criminal – I can't remember that guy's name, the DA in uh, New York. There's the Manhattan DA. Then there's also the Fulton County DA who's getting that grand jury um, panel, uh, you know, established for the Georgia election doesn't really matter i mean i don't know that we're going to see anything we might but i think what we will see is stuff with the with the one six and i think we'll see indictments i don't know if we'll see a trump indictment on that and we may but i don't know i'm not i'm not worried about a trump indictment this year for one six but i think that there there is enough that once you know it seems to be the way that we're going to get like an explosion of Mm -hmm. you know things that we consider positive because it's going to be positive in that the republicans are going to fucking pay and go down or trump or or some of these people and i think it's going to really give us that that push and that breath of fresh air to rejuvenate our motivation and you know you couple it with like i said the the kind of anti-american stance the republicans are taking and and you see them a getting punished and being held accountable you see democrats making strides we've got we're going to confirm a black woman which is fucking massive it shouldn't be but it is and it's going to be appreciated and it's going to i think it's going to energize people i think it's i think we're moving into a very positive energetic thing but in the meantime there's going to be a lot of scary shit so i'm not pollyanna to the point where i think it's smooth sailing i don't nothing is guaranteed we have to we have to be fucking serious and treat this as the urgent threat that it is or the republicans are the urgent threat that they are but i think that we can do that because i think we're going to have the wind behind us i just i just feel it so i'm going to go with that for today and we're going to close on a pot like a very positive hopeful note <laughs> as opposed to me being doom and gloom <laughs> i like it so very cool all right well Obviously, it's just so wonderful to talk to you. Tell everybody where they're going to find you. You can
1: find me at Sarah Woodwriter, S A R A H W O O D Writer, as in writing something down. Um, you can find me at sarahwoodwriter.com and all over the socials. And then I'm also um, I run I run socials over at Vote Vets.
0: Yes, yeah, so follow both if you don't already follow Sarah because she's obviously she's been on the show so many times and she's so awesome. So you gotta follow her. You gotta follow Vote Vets because Vote Vets are fucking awesome. And what's so cool about it is my dad is a vet and he knows of you guys and he loves you. So it's like yeah, I know the social media director. <laughs> brag, brag, brag. But anyway, so yes, you can follow me on the Twitter at. Uh, Author Kimberly, L-E-Y, at the end of my name. My books are on Amazon. I just want to throw this out there that I wrote Peyton's Choice. And it's a book about teenage abortion. And so if you're interested, I know the Republicans would love to ban it, but fuck them, they can't. It's on Amazon. Highly recommend it. It was really fun to write. Please get it. And if you like it, please give it a review because authors need reviews. And so do podcasters. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So anyway... Thank you once again, Sarah. I will talk to you next time. See you then. Bye-bye.